0: that I simply have never put up with it. I get up every morning and I want to come to work at four o'clock in the morning. And it's never lost on me that there are people who might not be feeling the same way and maybe my job is to pick them up a little bit. And having local televisions really matters. I feel like even more a part of this community that I love so much. It's pretty exciting.
1: Celebrating with us inspiration.
0: Rogers TV.
2: Welcome to this week's episode of Think Millennial. I'm Ben. I'm Matt, and we've got a special guest with us today, Zach Ronaldo of the Phoenix Coyotes. Arizona. Arizona is <laughs> <Coyotes>, uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, drafted <laughs> in 2008. Yeah. You played for the Flyers <laughs> <laughs> yep. originally and mm-hmm. then Bruins. Boston,
1: yeah, yeah. And now I'm in Arizona, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. It cool. Is. Well,
2: thank you for joining us. No, no problem. such a tan. Thanks to yeah. have me. <laughs> <laughs> um, you grew up in Hamilton, yep. right? Yeah. Um, and you are actually putting
1: on an event mm-hmm. um, in July. Yep. July 14th. Uh, hockey Night in Hamilton. Yeah. Um, normally with my charity events, I've done ball hockey. And it's basically... Um, it's a league that I run for one day and it's a tournament for ball hockey, but this year we're switching it up and it's going to be uh, present hockey players, NHL, former uh, NHL alumni, and kids around Hamilton that have been drafted to the NHL. Oh, that awesome. will, uh, I think it's four on four or five on five, I haven't decided yet, but two, uh, two periods run time. Everyone comes out, uh, general mission tickets. Um, and $100 VIP tickets, which gets you t-shirt, hat, and autographs after. Mm -hmm. And it's just uh, come out for a great cause. The money's going towards Food for Kids. Mm -hmm. Food for Kids, um, they donate food for kids who have no food coming to school and going home from school. So, Yeah, it's it's a really, I didn't know, um, there there was an actual wait list of like 170, 180 kids that are on the wait list to get food. So hopefully with this event, I'm trying to wipe off that that wait list, so no oh. one is on the wait list yeah, anymore. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what it would have cost for one kid to be off that wait list? Do
3: uh, we have a price for that?
1: I the didn't. Cost? I didn't ask, or yeah. I didn't look really into that specific detail. But mm-hmm. I know if. Um, we're X amount of dollars. Then that can raise, you know, that can wipe off 170 kids easily. It's amazing! Yeah, that's great. And wow. I went down there and I looked at the food that the kids are given, and it's all healthy. And cool. Yeah, it's it's a really good, uh, really good cause. Something so
3: simple as just feeding a kid mm-hmm. every single
1: day at school can change so much. Yeah, is and they, they, the they put it. They put the food in the backpack so no one sees, you know, the no food. No bullying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, wow. So no one can feel bad, or so when they mm-hmm. go to their backpacks after their class, after their school is done. They're so excited to go home having food or to eat lunch at school, which is amazing. That's incredible. Yeah.
3: How long have you been working with them?
1: I just started this year. Um, I, wanted, I was doing uh, McMaster, uh, the hospital, mm-hmm. MAC. I was, so I was donating them. My, my mom had breast cancer, and they took unbelievable care of her. So I wanted to give back to them. I did that. Now I'm kind of venturing into different areas mm-hmm. in Hamilton that I think need my help or mm-hmm. um, areas in Hamilton I can, you know, just help just because mm-hmm. i want to that's yeah, really cool mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: that's so like that's amazing just to like so your inspiration originally was your mom um and now
1: yeah, th- yeah. this started from my mom but like even growing up i had uh, a handful of friends that were uh you know not as fortunate as i was growing up so clothes and stuff that i would gr- outgrow or that i didn't wear anymore i would go to their house and you know big bins of clothes and i would always give back mm-hmm. um and I've always done that through my career. You know, old clothes, or not old clothes, but clothes that I just didn't, you know, want to wear anymore. Well. I was given to people around me that needed them a little more than I did. Mm-hmm. So it kind of stemmed from growing up. But my mom, you know, going through her illness and stuff and Mac helping her out. So I just kind of rolled the mm-hmm. ball.
2: <laughs> it's got to be really cool to be able to see yourself back then mm-hmm. giving back in that way to now being able to give. And everybody, every bit helps yeah. and every bit counts, but to be able to do it on a larger scale mm-hmm. now just based on your... Your history, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Me knowing that my platform is um, bigger than you know normal people mm-hmm. around town. Yeah. So I've, I've um, and no one did that when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. You know, half the half of it is uh, getting these kids out and giving kids my knowledge and my experience. So you know, when they want to be where I am, they it's a little easier for them because mm-hmm. no one did that when I was growing yeah. up, and I wish someone did. So mm-hmm. now I'm here doing what someone should have done when I was growing up.
4: Yeah.
3: Just mm-hmm. giving back. And yeah. Yeah. Y- you work so hard throughout your season that it'd be very easy for you to just take a couple months off and just travel yeah.
1: the world especially being young yeah it would it would be but <laughs> honestly i'm i've been a ways for home from home since i'm like 15. so every summer i've come home i've never lived somewhere else i've always come home to hamilton and spent my summers in hamilton so it keeps you just, grounded right yeah it keeps me grounded like i when i was young i used to say like yeah i'm going back home so I can wait in some lines to go to the bars or, or something <laughs> like that instead of you know skipping everything during the season and yeah. just yeah I, I come back home and I see my real friends and that's cool. uh, family everyone's here mm-hmm. that's awesome mm-hmm. when did you realize that it changed for you that
3: you're a hockey star yet you can use that now to really give back on a massive scale it and was it always
1: something you. I wanted to do I knew where, what I was going to do when I got to the point point. I was just so excited to finally get to where I want to be in the NHL, just Mm. to do this. Like this Mm. is a huge passion I have. Um, It was probably a really big chunk of why I wanted to make it to the NHL Mm. to help my community and help kids better themselves in Mm. any areas that they can.
3: And Hamilton can really use that too. It's a it's a massive city, and Mm. it has incredible things going on in it. Yeah, it does.
1: It's it's slowly it's slowly been picking itself up. Like Mm -hmm. downtown, um, there's a lot. Num- numerous amount of uh, new restaurants yeah. coming up. They're not big restaurants, but mm-hmm. they're, you know, mom-and-pop restaurants that are really good food, Incredible, and a lot of yeah. people are filtering through there, and there's a lot of up-and-coming things yeah. around here. Mm-hmm. But at the
3: same time, with a city that big, there's a lot of people that are in need, so it's, exactly. it's really cool that there's people now that can, yep. can really
1: help out. Exactly.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, if people want to buy tickets, mm-hmm. um, where do they? Where can
1: they do that? Uh, I have a link connect to my Instagram, at Zach. And that takes you directly. It gives you all the information that you need, and just register twenty dollars. Twenty dollars general admission tickets. Hundred dollar VIP tickets. VIP tickets comes with T-shirt, hat, and autographs mm-hmm. after the game with awesome. every player. So that'll be really cool. Awesome. Uh,
2: when will the? I know the uh, the player list hasn't been announced yet. But yeah, when yeah, Is that yep. going to be
4: happening
1: um, soon? Can you I have, have some it. Teases? I have it all set. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the right time to start. I think I'm going to start. Um, maybe tonight i might announce one guy slowly you know yeah yeah bring him in that's awesome you can't Mm
3: -hmm. announce one on live tv right now
1: um i got (laughs) got anthony anthony duclair cool anthony duclair i'll I'll announce him on my instagram tonight or my twitter and make sure everyone uh who doesn't watch this can see on my instagram Mm -hmm. i got Anthony Duclair, a great guy humble guy down to earth i only invite people that i would call like, you know, to hang out with. Mm -hmm. Um, Very uh, personal, down-to-earth people. I only invite those type of people. That um, I really connect with throughout the season. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Anthony DiClaire. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Yeah. You heard it here first. That's right. Um,
3: <laughs> <laughs> I had to. I've, uh, uh, by accident, I've announced people being pregnant on the show. Really? <laughs> <laughs> before yeah. Before their family knew, so I had to get something yeah. positive. Yeah. There here. you yeah. go. It's not. Yeah, like there and you It's go. an actual it's thing. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we got about 30 seconds left, so now we're just gonna kind of ramble on and finish it off, mm-hmm. and really just make it happen. Tickets but. are on sale
1: now, right? Yeah. Tickets are on T- sale. Yeah. yeah should I think we sold uh, we go know, through Instagram. 200 tickets already. Wow! Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of them have been VIP. Oh. We were cutting them off at VIP, but we might, you know, if everyone wants the yeah. VIP tickets, then you know, go for yeah, it. Yeah. But yeah, I think we're at like 200 tickets right now, There's which is nice. Chance for
3: corporations to buy a package of them, maybe hand them out to people. Yeah, who are that's what, what we've fortunate. been doing.
1: There's a couple companies that contact okay. me.
2: We have Sorry. to go to break. We'll be right back okay. after uh, the commercial. <laughs>
3: program is brought to you by Rogers Anyplace TV. Enjoy exclusive content for free. Visit RogersAnyplaceTV.com.
0: sensitivity to sunlight i am not comfortable with him not knowing i'm going to i just need a little longer of being someone more than just a disease
5: there are pilots we remember as legends but they didn't start that way they started out like us this is our time to make a difference do you understand
4: Daryl Pocket, police coordinator for Waterloo Regional Crime Stoppers. Crime Stoppers is looking for your information to help identify and arrest the person responsible for this theft. On Monday, April 9th, 2018, a student reported to the University of Waterloo Police that her MacBook laptop was stolen from within the Davis Centre Library. Video footage captures an unknown male wearing a black jacket, a red hooded sweater with a black messenger-style over-the-shoulder bag standing at Desk number 8 during the student's absence. At 4.35 p.m., video footage captures the unknown male, remove the MacBook and proceed to walk away from the desk with the laptop in his possession. The suspect is described as male, approximately 25 to 35 years of age, medium build, 5 foot 8 inches tall, with dark facial hair and glasses. Crime servers will pay cash reward for any information leading to an arrest in this theft or any other serious crime. You won't be asked to identify yourself or testify in court.
2: Welcome back to Think Millennial. Ben and Matt, joined by Zach Grinaldo. Uh Thank you very much for joining us again. Mm-hmm. Um, first segment, we were talking about your upcoming event. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach Ronaldo Fight for a Cause, July 14th. Um, you can get your tickets, General Mission, $20, $100 VIP, mm-hmm. um, and you can find the link to get the tickets through your Instagram, Instagram page Instagram, as well. Yep. Awesome, yep. cool. Uh, so something else that you wanted to talk about was your upcoming hockey camp.
1: Yeah, yeah, I have a um, hockey camp it's Zach Roll's Tenacity Hockey. Um, this is what my future entails when I'm done hockey. This mm-hmm. is what I want to do. So I'm gonna a little little test run yes. at the end of July, July 23rd, it's going to start. Um, it's a skills and contact development camp. Uh, I know contact, for me, when I was growing up, it started as soon as you put on skates, mm-hmm. and now it doesn't start till you're 13, and um, kids are playing till they're 13 without any knowledge of how to receive a hit properly, how to deliver it, uh, a clean hockey hit, mm-hmm. and that's what I want to um, show kids, uh, as long as, as well as putting it into some skill work, because not just about hitting, it's not about yep. fighting and all that, it's, it's 90% skills and playing the game. But mm-hmm. I'll incorporate both those and uh, we'll have a good camp. Awesome.
2: Yeah. And the space still
1: available? Yeah, and uh this is the first time I'm talking yeah. about it to anyone. No one knows oh, about it. You cool. guys got it first, <laughs> no, yeah, so cool. as well as the <laughs> Anthony Declair. Um, so yeah, um it's just being finalized right now. Uh but July twenty third it'll be um mm-hmm. that's the date set. So probably next week at some point people will be able to register. I'm only taking fifty kids. Mm-hmm. Um so the cutoff is fifty kids ages uh twelve to fifteen. Yeah. And uh yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm.
3: In the last couple of years they've They've changed the age when you can start hitting mm-hmm. in leagues, right? Yeah. So now you have to be much older.
1: Yeah, 13. That's yeah, crazy. 13, yeah. So a lot of parents come to me and, you know, they're uh, they're timid about, you know, someone starting hockey or they're asking me questions about this and that, and uh, I want to help everybody. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think this is uh, in the right direction to help kids and help parents understand, you know, it's not just about going around and um, delivering contact, but you have to, you know, get to the hit properly, you have to angle it properly, or you know you can end up hurting someone you can hurt yourself mm-hmm. and that's what I'm here to do I want to guide uh kids these days to make sure that they're doing it safely and they're doing it um properly Like, even at that age like a 13 year old they can be really big nowadays yeah especially when they haven't done it before yeah. so they're, they're kind of uncoordinated with it and yeah. you know you miss a hit and you don't know how to absorb your own impact along the boards mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. you know shoulder yeah. or uh, yeah. who knows God forbid your head and yeah. so that's what I'm here to do
2: that's really cool yeah so you said that you s- got uh, introduced to hitting much earlier than yeah like right? I
1: was six years old yeah yeah so, so <laughs> boom <laughs> that's it six years old But I was always a bigger player yeah when I was eight I was I was solid I was taller than everybody else and then mm-hmm. you know come 13 everyone kind of cut up to me but yeah. I had that contact down pat and that was like my passion growing mm-hmm. up watching Eric Lindros really and uh yeah, so I started at like, six years old, mm-hmm. and I just kind of went out with it.
2: Yeah, so Lindros, was he your favorite player? Lindros was my favorite yeah.
1: player, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, you had him. a chance to meet him? I did, yeah. yeah. I don't think he knew who I was because I was my first year in the league, and it was a yeah. winter classic, oh. and he played the alumni <laughs> game, and I went down in the room, and I, I don't think he knew who I was. I was, like, a super fan. Yeah. I had, like, three, <laughs> three Lindros, fan- group, but I was still playing with the <laughs> Flyers at the time. Yeah. But I don't think he knew who I was. And <laughs> I, I, we saw him later on in Toronto, and we kind of we hung out and we we talked a little bit. But yeah, he's a nice guy. That's and cool. That's awesome. Big man. Yeah. Yeah. He must yeah. have been a neat experience. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. My my old man was there too with me. He loved Lindros too. That's yeah. the reason why I got into it. And he was there, uh, introduced him, and that was pretty cool for mm-hmm. both of us to experience. Just been pumped then to get to be on the Flyers. That was a favorite team right? growing up. Really? Yeah. The, the Flyers in Boston, the Bruins. Really? Both my old man's favorite team was the Boston. And my favorite team was Philly. And you got to play for both of them. Both of them, yeah, it was really cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it's cool. a cool experience. I don't
3: agree yeah. with those favorite teams, but whatever. Yeah, just anybody. <laughs> I don't want to say
4: anything. But
1: yeah. <laughs> I like the least growing up.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, what was that like to get drafted? Like, you're sitting in that, sitting there, you're yeah. involved. What was that like to hear your name?
1: Uh, I was at home on yeah. my computer, yeah. checking the, you know, doing what I need to do on the draft, uh, refreshing, refresh, refresh. <laughs> and it was like the seventh round, maybe. And uh, Philly was up, and I thought to myself, ah, I could see myself playing for Philly. Maybe they'll take me. And they took me, and I told my dad, and everyone we was just, just you know, happy. And I think my parents were relieved more than mm-hmm. anything, like, all this hard work kind of paid mm-hmm. off in a way. So, yeah, it was a really cool experience. But the the hard work and the everything s- starts all over again. Mm-hmm. You know, you work so hard to get to that point, but then you have to work even harder mm-hmm. once you get there. And... You know stay in mm-hmm. the league because there's what
3: like 60 people that are in training camp with you all trying to beat this sh- yeah out of use well, so even can... back
1: like back then <laughs> like I was young and hockey was a lot different back then when I got drafted so I was prepared for war and I went I went to camp for war and, and uh I came out on the right end but yeah it was um it was tough it was grueling training camp was really really hard I had no idea uh, what I was walking into so that's another part of what I want to do you know after hockey I want to get these kids ready for, you know, pro camps, because Mm -hmm. when I walked into camp Mm -hmm. I had no idea what was going on. You have to put your laundry somewhere, your sticks go here, your helmet goes there, your stall, and, you know, just how to carry yourself off the ice is, Mm you know, half the battle, so um, it was an eye-opener for me for sure. Mm -hmm. I had a, a
3: conversation recently with my girlfriend about that, and I was like, I would love for my kids to either play pro hockey yep. or pro baseball. Mm-hmm. That'd be incredible. Yep. And one of her worries is that you, know, you, just, you try so hard to get into a professional sport, and then what if you don't make it? You mm-hmm. don't have your education, or mm-hmm. you send your kids away forever. Mm-hmm. Would you want your kids going through
1: that life? You're sending them away? Uh, he's going to do whatever he wants to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If uh, I'm not going to direct him, well, I'll direct him when he wants, when he. Figure something out. He wants to do. Mm-hmm. I'll direct him in that. In that I'll give support. him all my tools mm-hmm. that he needs to do. Yeah. But uh, I'm not gonna force him into playing hockey. I'm not gonna force him into whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know, if he wants to go, we go. And this like, amazing life skills you can learn as well. Exactly. All of that, Honestly, right? I left my house. I left home when I was 14, and I went to Saskatchewan, at a school called Notre Dame, when I was 14 with my buddy, and I went to hockey school. And one year I grew up so much. I came home a different person. And every year since then, I've gone from September till May not at home. And mm-hmm. I come home every summer, a different person, change and learn these crazy things. So yeah, mm-hmm. mm. it's really uh, beneficial, I think, to go home, to leave the nest. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Just get out there and explore. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Meet people, do crazy things that you would never even think of doing, not like wild and get in trouble, but you know, explore yeah. and get your hands dirty in yeah. a way. And yeah. it's yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. Come on. That's awesome. That's awesome, Zach. And
2: again, just before we go to break, um, Zach and Fight for a Cause, July 14th. um, General admission tickets, uh, $20. And VIP, $100. And you can find the ticket link through uh, Zach's Instagram page. And with that, we're going to be heading to break. We'll see you after.
0: Join Nadia Matos for Crime Stoppers Wednesdays at 7 p.m. on Rogers TV. Tuesday. Chef D takes you from the farm to the table with delicious meals made from locally sourced ingredients. At home with Chef D on Rogers TV.
5: presence of these members of the weaker sex, who, although they are married, could not possibly endure. (laughs) Get them out. Patience, Jenny.
0: Patience. Get them out! Dr. McFarlane! Mrs. Trout. There's no place for women in a medical school. Get them out! You do not bring this classroom under control. I am going to repeat every word of this disgusting lecture to your charming wife.
3: My friend, Jenny Trout, was
1: not the only woman to face this kind of thing in medical school, but she would become the first woman licensed to practice medicine in Canada.
2: Welcome back to Think Millennial. Hey, hey there. <laughs> <laughs> you were a little shocked. <laughs> yeah, um, <it's> Matt and <laughs> Ben joined by Zach Ronaldo. Again, thank you very much for, for joining us. No problem. Um, we kind of were just touching on it in the, the last segment, just about your journey from deciding that you wanted to play hockey and then growing up with it, leaving home at mm-hmm. 14 or 15. Mm-hmm. What was what was that like? Like, what was that process like? When did you make that decision of...
1: Yeah, uh, of my buddy was um, was going out to Saskatchewan regardless if I was going to go with him or mm-hmm. not. And he asked me, he was like, hey, do you want to come with me? And I didn't even think about it. It was like, boom, yep, let's go. Because <laughs> um, uh, it was it was a hockey-specific school. Like one of your classes was hockey. Mm-hmm. So it was great. Instead of math <laughs> one day, you are want on the ice and yeah. playing hockey. So I did that. And yeah, I didn't even think about it. It mm-hmm. was just like hockey's involved, yep, let's go. Um, and I knew at the same time it would be a struggle to leave home and leave my parents, leave my uh, sister and my whole family behind, but um, I had a one goal in mind at the end of, um, at the end of uh, the school and stuff like mm-hmm. that was to be a national hockey player, yeah. so uh, nothing was going to get in my way, and if that, me leaving the house and me going to do whatever I needed to do to get a little closer, mm-hmm. I was willing to do it, so I did it. That's and your awesome. parents supported you right away? They did, yeah. I think That's it, cool. Uh, they brought me to Saskatchewan, um, and they set me up in my dorm and everything <laughs> like that, and I think that was the hardest thing they had to do was, like, leave my dorm room. Yeah. Both bawling their eyes in <laughs> their like, Oh, buddy, <laughs> it, was, yeah, it was tough for them. That's yeah, cool. It was tough, but it was great. It was, I learned a lot that year. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. That's cool. What
2: what year would you say, like, what age did you decide? Like, when did that dream come alive for you that you
1: wanted to... Eight years old, Eight man. years old. Game? Yeah, I knew it, like, <laughs> as soon as I started playing hockey at eight, it was just like, mm-hmm. you know, I got stuff when I was really young, like, my, I was in grade eight in graduation, like, you know, you, you know, art, and whatever like yeah. that, and see so what you want to be future occupation, yeah. hockey player, so, yeah, I been not want to be a hockey player ever since I was, you know, put on skates.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm sure, like, throughout that entire time you came across uh, some, you had mentors, different coaches in your life to kind of no, help you I, go through honestly, that?
1: No, um, honestly, no mentors. Yeah. I have a, no, like, uh, old man like my dad you know pushed me and he taught me a lot um, but no no one I would pick up the phone and say hey I'm struggling in this area I'm yeah. struggling in that area I would I had wow. no uh no mentors like that no <laughs> wow mm. that's awesome
3: yeah. yeah
1: I was always doubted like I was always um second last pick in the OHL second last pick in the NHL and you know I was kind of underdog my whole life so that was like a big thing, big chip of my show yeah. that I had to deal with. That's right. where the tenacity comes from. That's right, yeah. <laughs> well, everyone's, <laughs> said, everyone's told me I've had tenacity. Like, you know, that's what um, that's what I'm about, tenacity and I'm mm. tenacious. I don't mm-hmm. stop, so, yeah. Shows on the ice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and off the ice, too. Yeah. So. <laughs>
2: yeah. um, did you, the idea of you playing hockey, did that come? Like, did your parents play at all? Did you have any relatives that not played? No, my that dad just
1: played. You? He could have, could have went to uh, play for the Austria generals like long long time ago but I don't think he wanted to leave home yeah so (laughs) I don't think he he didn't leave home he didn't go and I think he had a couple concussions that kind of slowed him down too Mm -hmm. but no no hockey players in my family yeah nothing just hard work grinding yeah 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 just down to earth hard working people and this is what I have become that's Mm -hmm. amazing I can really get a sense that as important your career as to you off the ice. Really, is even more important in yeah, helping out and giving back. It is. Uh, I've tell. always wanted to um, be a, a public figure in Hamilton. Um, my, I said, my family's here, my friends are here. Um, my heart's in Hamilton. Every time I leave, I'm always, you know, thinking about back home, mm-hmm. thinking about things that I can do because the end of my career, um, I'm going to come back home and uh, set up shop in Hamilton. So, mm-hmm.
3: there's some talk. Uh, a few years back, I remember that they're trying to get an NHL team into Hamilton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, Toronto would probably never allow that. But no. would, would you – is that you'd want to be on no. the expansion team? No, now? I wouldn't come. Really? Well,
1: don't, don't get me wrong. If, like, hey, you're coming, I'd go, no problem. <laughs> right, right. But I wouldn't pick up the phone and say, you know, hey, I want to come to Hamilton yeah. and play. It's just – for me, I, I like I like being away for a little bit. I like yeah. being on the road and I like, you know – being outside my own city for X mm-hmm. amount of months and then coming home mm-hmm. and appreciating everything—I like that. You know, they say absence makes the heart grow fonder. Mm-hmm. That's exactly the same situation yeah. I got here.
3: All right. Mm-hmm. Hmm, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't want to play for Hamilton either, be <laughs> Toronto or not.
1: I'm <laughs> like, everybody. Yeah, one year I'll, I would like to do one year, like uh, the year before I retire. <laughs> if Hamilton had an NHL team, yeah. that I would do it. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I wouldn't pick it out of a hat. Or yeah. Anything.
2: What's the What's the off season look like for you? you go so hard through the whole thing does it mm-hmm. ever does it ever slow down like as far as uh, like I the took, physical,
1: uh, I took two weeks off completely yeah. I was still in Arizona at the time um, and I got back home and you know you slowly get back into the group start moving mm-hmm. your body and uh, I think biggest thing for me and for all athletes um, should be treatment mm-hmm. treatment first treatment first treatment first rehab rehab get your body back to the you know square one and then start introducing, you know, your mobility and your little bit of cardio and slowly structure your workout. And then as the summer mm-hmm. goes on, you crank it up and, mm-hmm. you know, ramp up the the work ethic and stuff like that. So, yeah, um, workout, workout, train and uh, and be a dad. That's mm-hmm. about it for me. Yeah. Yeah. See my family. You're a right. father? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I have a, no. I have a one-year-old. He just turned one uh, two weeks ago. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes yeah he's a handful he's a handful <laughs> yeah he's, he's running he's walking right now he's oh, <laughs> oh. boy <laughs> yeah yeah so i'm training till like maybe afternoon that i'm home that's amazing you know, yeah mm-hmm.
3: that's cool that you can get you know a couple months
1: off you can just yeah. be with the family yeah it's <laughs> nice it's nice because during the season i'm gone for you know weeks at a time and right. it, it kind of sucks but i know you know he's in good hands with people are like they in arizona with you or are they yep. right back here Yep. yeah yep. a lot of people are shocked by that sometimes they're like oh you know how do you deal with that with your son blah 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 i'm like well, he lives with me in Arizona. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. really? I'm, yeah. Like, I'm not going to leave for eight months and not see my family. Yeah. <laughs> so if you are, like, shocked, I'm thinking to myself, how do you think I would leave He'll my see family? See you when you turn two. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. But, no, they're, they're with me. That's okay.
4: amazing.
2: Yep. <laughs> really cool. Yeah. Really cool. I mean, did you? who would you say, are you able to say, like, who your favorite player to play against is or play with?
1: Um, playing with, I had a really fun time. Playing with Max me this yeah. year, uh, we, we he was, he's not a centerman and yeah. he played center a bit this year with me and we both struggled with mm-hmm. positioning and you know draws and who's going down low blah blah and then he got put back to the wing and I was his linemate on the wing and we were just clicking I think the last like 20 games he got like I 25 almost 30 assists and he ended up with like 35 assists at the end of the year <laughs> get a nice bonus too so. Yeah. Um, I playing with Max was great, but I, I played with Chris Pronger. I played with Jeremy Auger. Yeah. I played with Claude Giroux, Legends. Wayne Simmons, Bergeron, yeah. Marchon, You know, yeah. so I played with so many guys mm-hmm. um, that are.
2: Oh, and we got to go to break, but when we get okay. back, we'll keep yeah, yeah. we'll keep chatting about that. Yeah. Uh, we'll be right back.
4: What, there's people out there that don't know what Giovanni and me and Rogers TV is? Are you, when did they get out of their coma? I'm on TV, not the face! This show is about regular people getting their chance of 15 minutes of fame right here on Rogers TV. I go out there, I interview interesting people, where they live, where they work, where they play. It's beautiful, you know what I'm talking about? This is gonna make some memories with this. Anyway, that, that's what the show is about basically, in a nutshell. Organization called Trinity you must stop them Laura promise me
0: put it down you messed with the wrong family I want the job you do
5: And well, what's a 60-year-old
0: woman you can't forbid her can you answer phones please hold The story when the RCAF said Mach 2 fighter, two place, 1,000 mile range, the British said it was impossible. The Yanks tried twice and failed. They said, You're dreaming. We said, Fine, we'll build it right here in Toronto. And now you guys, my guys, are saying that it can't be done, that they were right.
4: Now that's the rocket that we used to get the
1: model up to speed, and then the onboard sensor tells me. Come on, baby. Damn it! But we did it according to your specs. The specs have changed.
3: of the project and destroyed the prototypes. The Avro Arrow remains for Canada a world benchmark in aerospace achievement.
2: Welcome back to Think Millennial, Matt and Ben joined by Zach Ronaldo. Again, thank you for being here. Mm-hmm. Um, before the break, we were talking about some of the players that you've played with or mm-hmm. against. Mm-hmm. And with the teams that you've played on, um, mm-hmm. you've played with a lot of really interesting mm-hmm. and really good players. Yeah. Who are some, like you started listing them off. Like yeah. Do, do you want to talk about any of them? or?
1: Um, yeah, I met uh, my first year in the league was a lot of older guys. I was with Chris Pronger, and uh, Chris Pronger was... Um, he showed me a lot. Scott Hartnell mm-hmm. also. He, I sat beside him all year for like two years. Um, he showed me a lot. He was definitely um, a big impact for me. I, I really watched him, how he carried himself, mm-hmm. how he, uh, I won't say how he practiced, but definitely how he carried himself around the rink and how he was so personal with people mm-hmm. and, you know, he had his own charity, he still does Hartnell down. And I really watched him carry himself around the rink, and I learned a lot from him. Mm-hmm. And my hat's definitely off to him um, about, you know, his personality and stuff like that. I learned a lot from him. Yeah. seemed like a character guy on the ice, too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. He was a hard worker, gritty, mm-hmm. and he'd go to the net and shoot the puck, and he a—he a, a, still is a really good hockey player. Mm-hmm. Him and Fnuff are still really good friends.
3: They had some good times
1: together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I've um, encountered some, <laughs> some of their issues, but...
3: <laughs> uh, at any point when you first started, did you ever get kind of shell-shocked that you were in the NHL, you're playing with this person, that mm-hmm. you've kind of grown up?
1: Yeah, uh, oh. my first, um, when I got drafted... In my first two camps, I was like, I was still telling my dad, I'm like, you know, it's crazy, I'm playing with these guys, and you know, he's good, you know, blah blah blah. But um, you kind of, kind of, you kind uh, of turn the page on that, yeah. And be you, professional, exactly, be professional. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's something that you definitely, regardless of who you are, you'll always have to deal with. That um, you'll deal with that, and but. You know, you, you talk to them and you talk like how we're talking. and They're yeah. just a normal human being like mm-hmm. we are. Mm-hmm. So uh, once you get that out of the way, then it's it's game over. Yeah. About, it Doesn't matter who else you meet. Yeah. So in society, we've had a lot more talk about mental illness and and
3: help and speaking about depression and when you're having those struggles. Is mm-hmm. is that kind of a, a league
1: wide thing too? Is there places for you guys to go to? There is. Yeah, there's like a, a hotline at the beginning of the year. Uh, the NHLPA come in and talks to everybody, uh, individual teams. And they give us a card and there's a hotline if you're dealing with any issues you call this hotline and um, you talk to us 24 7. you can oh. call them anytime you want um you tell them what's going on and they refer you or they give you to another number a doctor mm-hmm. or whoever it may be yeah and uh, they take care of you they're really good with that that's awesome yeah
3: be very easy for you guys even just online bullying like you guys could be harassed very easily yeah you're so much in the spotlight it's yeah. very easy to be connected mm-hmm. now yeah. social media wise yeah
1: yeah, yeah. That's but awesome. they take good care of us. like i said they have that hotline and uh, I've never had to use it, uh, thankfully, but some other players I know that have had some issues mental. They've called, and you know they're they're yeah. doing great.
2: Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's so mm-hmm. important that those services are made available to mm-hmm. everybody too, it right? It is. Um, we did a, a big campaign back in January for raising uh, awareness for mm-hmm. mental health, and just it was all about sharing, mm-hmm. just sharing how you're feeling, what you're doing. Yep. And there's a lot of people that are feel like they're lucky enough that they don't have to deal with those problems, but there's a lot of people out there that do and just knowing that they can be comfortable sharing mm-hmm. that is huge mm-hmm. and having those services available yeah. is, is a
1: big a big part of that yeah being comfortable mm-hmm. yeah. to admit you know or to uh, express the way you're feeling and mm-hmm. not everybody judge you which yeah. is uh, I think the biggest thing is not mm-hmm. being judged about what you're going through
2: mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. And I think there could be a lot of that with like we had Steve coming on recently and just like all the different processes coming in for kids like you were talking about mm-hmm. earlier with your camp and teaching them how to have proper contact and yeah. work through all that. Um, and Steve had talked about how- Coastal? Uh, no, uh, no, Oh, no. Yeah. Um, how like now in their, I think it was hockey or baseball, um, but it was, they have the concussion tests right off football. the bat, mm-hmm. like football, was it football? Yep. And right off the bat, before they even start the season, everybody gets like a baseline, baseline thing. Yep. And I just think that's cool that mm-hmm. it's something that that stuff's being more and more
1: talked about. Yep. Kids are being mm-hmm. prepared for it. and mm-hmm. 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 Those things are tough sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. The concussion tests, yeah. the baseline test, and stuff. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh, my, my first year, I had no idea. I had no idea what to expect. So yeah. they're like, hey, we're driving you here, everyone has to do it, concussion concussion uh, testing, mm-hmm. so I'm like, yeah, no problem. <laughs> so I get put in a library, and when I don't like school, I'm, I'm <laughs> an anti, for me, I didn't sit well in school, so I'm in this library, it's very quiet, I'm like, I'm here to play hockey, like, what, what am I doing here? <laughs> so uh, the, the concussion questions come up on the computer, I'm just clicking, like, I just want to get over with, I want to get out of here. <laughs> so I finish it, the next day rolls around, my GM calls me up, and he's like, Zach, you haven't done anything you don't have a concussion but your concussion test says (laughs) you have a concussion (laughs) like what's going on here I told him I said well you know I didn't want to be where I was in that library and I just I I told him I said I'm here to play hockey I'm not here Mm -hmm. to sit in the classroom because I didn't know I was uneducated about any concussions or anything like that so he made me redo it I had to redo (laughs) it the next day and I actually focused and I did proper so that was that but like I said you know, educating these kids before they get to that, Mm -hmm. they won't have to make themselves look how I looked or (laughs) feel how I felt. And people, I don't know what they were thinking about me at the time, but I don't want someone else to, you know, go through that. Mm -hmm. I want to educate people Mm -hmm. on, hey, you're going to be asked to do these things. Make sure you do them properly so you won't get passed up on. One of those things now, they'll pass up on you if you make the wrong move. Really? Yeah. Well, maybe not. That specifically, yeah. but you make one wrong move, and they're like, "Oh, what's this guy doing?" Mm-hmm. Right, and I don't want that to happen to yeah. anybody from oh. my town. I mm-hmm. think
2: I think that's so incredible.
1: Just the the fact that
2: part of the reason why you wanted to make it into the NHL, or a big mm-hmm. part of it, was that you wanted to be able to give back and be able to create that platform yep. for yourself, mm-hmm. which is cool. And then I love the idea of you. Like knowing everything that you went through and what everybody goes through trying to get into the Mm -hmm. NHL, and you want to be able to give back to them to help them just lower those hurdles so that they they can just walk
1: around them and not even worry about exactly yeah yeah because I wish someone did that for me Mm -hmm. yeah yeah like I would I would love to go back and have someone do that for me and do it all over again a different way but I didn't have that Mm opportunity I made my own path which is even better makes you who you are now exactly so me giving my experience to kids will go a long way mm-hmm. so cool that's yeah. cool
2: and it's probably a lot of like weird little intangible things that people don't even think of which is why you may not have had mm-hmm. the help mm-hmm. with it because mm-hmm. maybe they didn't realize that exactly. it was
1: something that was yeah that would have helped you just be a little more right. okay with the situation yeah. or yes, i was doing these things that you know i would mess up on a couple of things i didn't know what was going on mm-hmm. i get uh i get made fun of or i get my balls busted mm-hmm. by my teammates yeah Thinking like, how don't you know this? Yeah. You know, like uh, like how am I supposed to know playing this? hockey, <laughs> how don't you know this? Yeah. And I am to myself, well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you want me. How do I don't even yeah. answer that? Yeah, so uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't want anybody feeling how I got made feeling but yeah. it wasn't like a bad I wouldn't go right. home and say I oh, got bullied or something. It just mm-hmm. comes with sports. But yeah. if you can uh, disregard some of that stuff yeah. and kinda go by, like you said, yeah. go around it, yeah. and then you're laughing. Okay, we're gonna chat a little bit more about that. We're gonna go right to break.
0: Wednesday. I want you to have high nutrient, high protein food. Food personality Teresa Albert serves up a garden fresh healthy breakfast. That's really good. Breakfast at Rosehurst on Rogers TV. Tuesday. You do need painting. Those wacky improv artists are back. Oh God, no! <laughs> Theater on the edge on Rogers TV.
1: Thank
4: Blake, you can't see down with that thing, Mr. Blake. Jacques, what? They're coming. Hold them up. Find something. Jacques, I'm telling you for the last time. The Canadians, Plant's coming back on hey, the come ice. Come on, come on, give us something, will you? Uh, How many stitches? Gentlemen,
5: please. On November first,
1: nineteen fifty-nine, Jacques Plant of the Montreal Canadiens broke with tradition. You're well, a brave man, Mr. Plant, standing up to him like that and changed the face of hockey forever.
2: Hey, it's Ben from Think Millennial. Today, I'm joined by Len, the founder of Game Time. We're hanging out at what some people may recognize as Wacky Wings before, but it's undergone some changes. Len, do you want to tell us a little bit about those? For sure. You know, I mean, the
5: interesting situation with this Brantford site is it was originally a car dealership, Mm -hmm. and we transformed it from a car dealership into Wacky Wings, and this was... Our first bigger site. There's a number of other Wacky Wings, but this was the first site yeah. at 25,000 square feet plus. And uh, yes, so we opened as Wacky Wings, and we've had tremendous success as Wacky Wings, and that's led us to convert our Mississauga location. We added another 7,000 square feet. Oh, wow so what we really had is wacky wings was sort of a smaller format store and the bigger format stores mm-hmm. have become game time eatery and entertainment yeah. and that's what we're here today to launch game time eatery and entertainment mm-hmm. formally and we have additional stores we'll be announcing soon also that we'll be carrying on the tradition in the bigger format we call it eatertainment mm-hmm. where you have food and entertainment together.
2: That's awesome and so exciting and just even walking through here you can kind of feel that buzz of of, like the launch of that. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what uh, people can expect here, some of the different games and the entertainment side as well? Right, so first of all, we you know, in terms of
5: changing from Wacky Wings to Game time, we've changed up a fresh menu. Mm-hmm. We felt wacky wings, the name itself, pigeonholed us more in terms of the wing offering mm-hmm. and people thought of us in some instances like a wing joint, which doesn't come close to speaking to the <laughs> offering. A here. little
2: bit more than that, right? <laughs> right.
5: So, you know, actually there's there's a quick funny story. The name Game Time we've mm-hmm. licensed from the Hockey Hall of Fame. Oh really? So they had the rights to it and We thought we had reached a dead end, but we also thought, you know, home of Wayne Gretzky. So our approach to Hockey Hall of Fame was, you know, hey, another great one and starting in Brantford. So we were able to license the the Game Time name. So basically, Game Time, we still have our award-winning wings and poutine and everything else, but we've got a few more uh, millennial-type dishes, let's (laughs) say. Um, You know, Power Bowl salad, some lettuce wraps, etc., uh, and then on the gaming side, we, we still have all our various Amusement Machine mm-hmm. attractions, and we also have other ent- attractions, so we added virtual reality. Yeah, I saw, that sounds really cool. It is really cool. Yeah. you got to check it out. It's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It's really different, and we've just added, and we're launching today with our launch event, uh, Axe Throwing. Oh, that's amazing. You definitely have to check which that is, out. Yes, we have that in our Mississauga site. and. Uh, it, it's definitely one cool thing to do, and it's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy, but we think maybe in Brantford they might bring their own axes rather than bring your own booze. So <laughs> we'll see. Maybe they're uh, they're a lot further ahead of uh, Toronto on in axe day, So
2: <laughs> That's awesome, one. Well, thank you very much for for having us. Before we go, is there anything else that you'd like to highlight? The, the biggest thing we want to highlight is
5: you know sort of our tagline. So. What it is is food, sports, so we have our big screens here to watch all the sporting uh, uh, events. Um, So again, food, sports, family, so Mm. we appeal to all ages and we're family friendly and fun and it's all in one place. So you've got 25,000 square feet, you can find some cool millennial type places, you can find areas that... uh, let's say more senior people like me would enjoy. (laughs) You can watch the sports, you can throw axes,
2: virtual reality, billiards, games, it's all here. Awesome. Uh, Game time, King George Road, Brantford, Ontario, multiple locations. Thank you very much, Len, really appreciate it. And we'll be going back to the studio. Awesome, thank you, and thank you to Game Time for having us on there for their launch, their official launch. They um, got so many cool things, as you just all saw in that video. That was a little a lot and of fun. And to Len be there. for
3: taking his time; he was yeah. quite busy when we got yeah. there. <laughs> <running around.
2: laughs> so that was great. So Matt and Ben joined by Zach Ronaldo. Um, this has been this has been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and one thing we were talking about during the uh, the break there was just the difference in from you going from Philly and Boston to. Arizona, where now you were in that leadership role mm-hmm. because there's a lot of the younger guys, and you're young. Like we're all pretty much the same age, yep. but and we consider ourselves young. But then there's like 19, 20 year olds, 21s, just babies, <laughs> yeah, right? Coming babies, into the the league, 19, 20, yeah. 21,
1: even like 22, 23 year olds are they're young. Mm-hmm. And uh, I came into the team not knowing my role, mm-hmm. um, so I came in and I started, you know, getting a comfort for where i fit in and what my role was and as soon as i found that out um I was, it was a, it was more of a leadership role and it's just directing kids on you know not telling them what to do but just guiding them to hopefully make that right decision and yeah. um a lot of it was off ice you know how they carry themselves off the ice um you know how to carry yourself on the plane and what you're you know what you're gonna look like when you hop on the plane you hop off the plane mm-hmm. and going out for dinner and you know, making sure you're on time for the bus, making sure you're on time for practice and stuff like that. So it's it's a little things yeah. for um, the young guys that, you know, are just coming into the league or second year, third year that don't have, you know, the, the good grasp of it yet, just to kind of reassure them on what's going on and mm-hmm. how to act and... Make sure you don't make yourself look stupid.
2: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's that's cool because it ties into so well what you're working towards with your, your hockey camp yeah. that you've got at the end of July. Mm-hmm. Just that, that you're preparing them for what would be, like, the younger group of that, preparing yeah. to hopefully take away those things yeah, that exactly. they're, you're teaching them now, what mm-hmm. they're doing. So yeah. I think
1: that's really cool. They'll come, into, they'll come into camp already a leader. Yeah. Yeah, which is uh, I want to set kids up, you know, that I want them being... Uh, taught or or being corrected for mm-hmm. not for doing the wrong thing. I want yeah. them coming in, pros. Mm-hmm. So when they come, it's like, okay, this guy knows what he's doing because a pro. Mm-hmm. We don't have to think about him because he's already got, you know, all the, the nicks and nats, and he yeah. knows what's going on. So mm-hmm. let's just put him on the ice. Yeah,
2: that's so cool. Yeah, that's so cool to see. And it like the thing that the part that's still blowing my mind is the fact that you wanted to the big part of your reason for your wanting to be in the NHL was so you could give back and bring mm. your community further. Yep. And we won't, we've only got 30 seconds now, but I just think that that's, that's mm. so amazing, Zach, yep, that thanks. I've n- never heard, I don't think I've ever <laughs> heard anybody talk that, that <laughs> no, way before, that right. that was their reasoning. Thanks, I think that's, that's really cool, and it just comes yep. out in everything that we've talked about today. Mm. Um, so with that, we've got uh, to go to break now. <laughs> so <laughs> again, thank you. Problem.
4: It's a really simple show, obviously five different games of bingo, and, we are off. and of course it's a major fundraiser for us, the Lions Club, and the monies for that bingo stay within the community that cards are purchased. So we do wonderful things with the profits from that particular bingo. Five, we have at least five winners every week, and uh, we give away 3000 bucks every week. Brother.
0: He's a cop that officially
1: never existed. if I could find him and punish him?
0: Looking deep inside. I've had a lot of things taken from me.
4: Roxanne, they can be dangerous. Think
0: I'm
4: One second I was in the city, the next I was in the middle of nowhere.
1: What do you really
0: want? I want my father back.
1: Marvel's Cloak and Dagger, all new. Thursday at 8 on ABC Spark. <sighs>
4: Hey, okay, we're supposed to be at City Hall. We're gonna build it right here. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. And give
5: wetsuits to all the visitors? <laughs> no, on the water. Hey, come on, we're talking about building something the size of 64 city blocks. And there's no land left in Montreal. So, get serious. Listen, we'll build islands. How? You dig up Montreal? <laughs> <laughs> They're digging a subway, remember? You take it from there, and you put it here.
3: 12 months and 25 million tons of fill later, St. Helens Island was reshaped and Ile Notre Dame
4: was created.
1: Come on, we don't want to keep Mare Droppa waiting, do we? Montreal's Expo
3: 67. It would prove to be the most successful World's Fair of the 20th century.
2: Welcome back to Think Millennial. Ben and Matt, joined by Zach. Um, again, Zach, thank you for being here with us. Um, we've kind of touched on it a little bit, but just like the speed that, like I'm sure that you'd notice the big difference in all of the different leagues, the different age groups, how fast the game gets. But have you noticed the change in the NHL with how fast it is even in your career
1: yeah, right now? The last three years, yeah. especially this last year. Um, it's like night and day from when I entered the league into where I am now, it's, it's night and day when it comes to speed um, there, the game is the game is so fast that yeah. sometimes you one, you have no time to think mm-hmm. you just have to react and the second is you're going so fast that it's it's hard to determine whether you let up you keep going, you turn right, you turn left mm-hmm. you can't anticipate where someone else is going to go so you yeah. just have to guess yeah. and 50-50 mm-hmm. you're right or you're wrong <laughs> yeah yeah, it's That's fast. It's, it's really, really fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: So why is that? Are just training is getting better? People are
1: getting stronger, faster, well, quicker? Well, no, they took out the, um, like, they're really cracking down on penalties when it comes to hooking, comes to holding. Um, you know, when you dump the puck and you try and go around the D-man, that D-man can't touch you no right. more. So you're full speed, no one interfering you, because if they, if they even touch you, they, they get a penalty. So, like, your game is chip it, go get it, because they're not going to touch you. Mm-hmm. And you're going so fast. Um, and the kids are younger. The younger they're younger. They're always, it's, uh, I think the average career now is, like, three years. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, three or four years career. And then wow. there's new young kids. The young yeah. kids, young and young, and they're playing on adrenaline, and they're going top Cheaper. speed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going top speed. And, um you know, luckily for myself, I was blessed to... Um, be a, a good skater, a fast skater. So I've, um, I've, I haven't really had to adapt much to the speed. I've had to adapt to um, making the right decision, mm-hmm. that I said, I mean, right or wrong. So mm-hmm. I kind of, sometimes I have to soul up to make sure I make that right decision and not end up uh, suspended or in the penalty box.
2: Right. So just like the amount of, like I think a lot of people think, oh, it's hockey, you just go you're going out there skating really yeah. fast, you're doing all that, it's very physical. Mm-hmm. But I don't think a lot of people appreciate like, the, the mental capacity and just the intelligence it takes to be able to make those decisions at that fast so and make quickly. those plays, be able to know where everybody is, yeah. and I'm sure a lot of that is feeling and chemistry. Yeah, um, but we have there? systems, yeah. too,
1: like But practice, we have, you know, set this, set this, mm-hmm. set that, and uh, you have to execute it during the game. So mm-hmm. at the same time, it's uh, you do have to react, but you practice so much on your systems that you should know you go here at that point, mm-hmm. then you go there if he's there and, you know, vice versa yeah. and everyone's on the same page as to where I know he's going there that I'm going to go there so um, practice is huge mm-hmm. Yeah, to you know keep within the system.
3: Yeah, It'll be tough switching teams then like you've played on three teams now mm-hmm. but all three teams have a completely different system completely that you'd different have to memorize.
1: Um, I think half, half of it is the same and the other half is really different. Um, sometimes it's just like what they want from you personally like how the way that they think you should do things and Mm -hmm. you try to adapt to make them happy but it's really struggle Mm -hmm. when you um, are like it's uncoordinated from when you've been doing that and they want you to go do this but if you (laughs) want to you know that's the thing you (laughs) want to stay in the league you want to you know keep playing hockey and that's what you have to do and be a pro about it you need to adapt and Mm you need to um, practice and uh, work at what they think you're good at.
3: Yeah, With the kids that you're teaching are you showing them how to follow certain systems or are you just like base skills and that's it
1: like just get these skills Um, down no for me uh, when I have these kids come to my camp I'm not gonna tell them what to do I'm gonna see what they're doing already and I'm gonna see what I can do to make what they're doing even better Mm. so if they're shooting this way I'm gonna help him shoot better the way he's doing it already or if he has a tendency to do this I'm gonna keep telling him to do that but maybe you can add in this to make even better at Mm, that So I don't want to. I don't want to um, change anyone's game. I don't want to change your identity as a player or you know you personally. I'm mm-hmm. just um, gonna make you better at what you're already doing. Yeah, and that's I, awesome. I yeah. think no one no one tried to um, change my game, um, so I'm not here to change anybody's game. No I'm coaches here to get upset you, with you that way. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I'm here to make you better in what you're already doing because I yeah. think if you know, you're a goal scorer, you score goals. If you're a passer, you pass. If you're a contact, your defenseman, you do all those things. The best you could be capability, and that's what I'm here to just guide you and yeah. make you better in what you're already doing. Yeah,
2: awesome. Take that special part and just enhance exactly, it. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. an amazing approach to that because yep. otherwise, everybody would just be the exact
1: same. Exactly, and right? that's what people are doing, and that's why mm-hmm. I don't like. When I go watch these camps and they're trying to teach kids, but that's not what he's comfortable with, mm-hmm. and they're trying to make him do that, and he's not doing it completely. He's like, I don't want to do this no more. Like, yeah. why am I? trying to do what someone else wants me to do, but it's not working for me. The but fun's gone. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So I'll just make them better on what they're already doing. Hmm.
3: That's cool. Yeah.
1: Well, yes. When it comes to hitting, they don't know what to do with hitting, then yeah. they, they might have to listen to me in some different aspects yeah. and when a <laughs> contact comes, but yeah. for everything else, it's... Yeah. Uh, That's safety though. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And mm. no one knows yeah. how to yeah. do these things yet, so yeah. it's kind of a clean slate where I can work with, because mm. you know, no one's been hitting right. since, right. you know. No one's been hitting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: That's an interesting so, spot yeah, to start. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so the hockey camp, uh, you're going to be putting more details out soon. Yep. Um, but that'll be the end of July.
1: Yeah, poster's ready to go. Yep. I'm just uh, finalizing a couple more details. Um, and that should be out early next week so kids can um, get on it. I think the first 20 kids that register, if they register before my event first 20 kids will get free tickets to my yeah. event awesome yeah but all the all details will be on my social media and I'll eventually have posters out on sports stores and yeah. you know restaurants and stuff awesome. like that yeah
2: awesome and then the event um, Zach Ronaldo's fight for a cause yep. July 14th Yep. and then all the information can be found at your Instagram
1: yep there's um, a link in my bio yeah click on the link and it brings you right to uh, the registration and where to buy tickets and all the info for tickets and general admission mm-hmm. and what's going on and autographs and stuff like that.
2: Cool and that's going to be a game uh, like what can people expect when they go to your event?
1: Um, it's going to be, I'm going to tell these players that I have um, to come and have fun, yeah. to put on a show for everyone, make sure that their their hands are warm because I want yeah. them scoring as many goals as they can. Um, it's going to be uh, really family orientated, mm-hmm. um, be a lot of, lot of kids out there, a lot of families <laughs> Um, a lot of kids who don't even watch hockey that I'll, I'll be having in my event mm-hmm. to open their eyes and show them yeah. that, you know, this is pretty neat. Yeah. Like, people can do this on the ice and, you know, make a move here, make a move there and maybe i will um, get people excited and maybe start hockey, you mm-hmm. never know. So yeah. it'll, be really, it'll be really fun.
2: That's awesome, so we got about uh, 45 seconds left, so uh, is there anything else that you want to touch on before we uh, sign off here?
1: No, uh, we've covered a lot. Okay, awesome, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we <laughs> have. We've covered a lot, yeah. Uh,
2: we really appreciate you, you taking no the time to, to join us in studio and chat with us about uh, your event, your hockey camp, and mm-hmm. also your career and journey. It's just, it's really cool to be able to talk to you about yep, that. Yeah, that's what I'm here for, yeah. so anytime. Yeah. Awesome, thank, thank, you. thank you. Thank you very much. Cool. Um, what was that? I don't know. Oh, throw Credit. the credits, and we're Credit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Have a great night. See you later.
0: TV viewer response line, email us or connect with us on social media. Join Nadia Matos for Crime Stoppers Wednesdays at 7 p.m. on Rogers TV. So, who are you? You wouldn't believe me if I told you.
4: Small Business Show. We're great to be here today talking about some things that are just adding to that whole base of information that we're providing for small businesses. I'm happy actually to be able to interview today somebody who's from the Business Development Bank of Canada, John Linzeros, who's the manager of the Entrepreneurial Centre. So oh we're going to talk awesome. about everything small business finance. And, and small businesses need to know where they can look for financing and even if, you know, they can't get financing straight away, I'm sure there's a lot of mentoring going on in that sector. So There is. And the, 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 I'm amazed at the interconnection between a lot of support groups in, this, in, in KW in particular for small businesses and we're just really trying to bring that out. Yeah, I we're community-focused, I think. And I, I know you've got a great person lined up today, I-